1: Hello, space cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and today's episode is going to be a down-to-Earth-style episode. Now, what I mean by down-to-Earth means, well, it's everything to do with humans, everything to do with the Earth, environment, things that happen on Earth and in the uh, general region of Earth. You know, up to the moon, I guess, would be one of those things. So anything that's happening to us, anything that impacts humans directly, Well, that's what a down-to-earth episode is all about. And today's episode is about UPS, the carrier that brings you all your packages and how they're adding custom-built electric trucks to their fleet. And could this be a test for like new kind of trucks, new kind of transportation for UPS? We're going to find out soon. But before that, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Now, the best way to support the podcast is to Subscribe. That's it. Just hit the subscribe button and listen to the podcast. That is literally the best thing you can do. If you want to give monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash space news podcast. And by the way, this episode is not sponsored by UPS. I just think this is a cool story. So there's a lot of people, millions of people every day that get deliveries from gas trucks, gas powered trucks, which their emissions harm the environment. So UPS is doing a zero emissions vehicle, and it's the industry first. They're collaborating with Workhorse Group to design vehicles from the ground up, and there's going to be zero, absolutely zero emissions. Carlton Rose, who's the president, Global Fleet Maintenance and Engineering for UPS said, electric vehicle technology is rapidly improving with battery charging and smart grid advances that allow us to specify our delivery vehicles to eliminate emissions, noise, and dependence on diesel and gasoline. With our scale and real-world duty cycles, these new electric trucks will be a quantum leap forward for the purpose-built UPS delivery fleet. The all-electric trucks will deliver by day and recharge overnight. We are uniquely positioned to work with our partners, communities, and customers to transform freight transportation. Each one of these vehicles that they're going to be making with workhorse group, they're going to be in the range of 100 miles between charges. So it's good for delivery routes in and around most cities and the class five 0 emission delivery trucks will rely on a cab forward design which optimizes the driver compartment and cargo area, increasing efficiency and reducing the vehicle's weight all around. And they'll be joining the company's rolling lab, which is a growing fleet of more than 9,000 alternative fuel and advanced technology vehicles. And they'll have nearly 400% more fuel efficiency Optimum energy efficiency vehicle performance and a better driver experience all around and this is just the beginning, right? So these are the these the beginning vehicles. So this group of vehicles, which is already out there Well, they're making more they're gonna make a bigger fleet once they fine-tune these ones And UPS expects the operating costs of the new plug-in electric vehicle to be less than a similarly equipped diesel or gasoline vehicle and their goal is to make the new vehicles a standard selection and it'll be in its fleet in the future. And they have about 35,000 diesel or gas trucks in its fleet right now that are about the same size as these ones. And they're used in routes with duty cycles or daily miles traveled similar to the new electric vehicles. So they're going to be able to swap these things out when they get them fine tuned and perfect. And UPS has partnered with Tesla so Tesla can make them some semi-tractors and they're going to be built in 2019, which is the largest pre-order to date. And this is pretty cool. UPS wants one in every four of their trucks to be a electric semi. And so these Tesla trucks, it's, it's very small. There's a small portion of the UPS um, semi fleet. They have 108,000 delivery vehicles worldwide. And this these Tesla trucks, they're going to be cool and there's 1,500 of them, and they have a range of between 300 and 500 miles, but out of the 100,000, 108,000 delivery vehicles, it's a very small portion of them. But these things take time, and UPS needs to you know, kind of try to figure some stuff out. They have to do logistics, and they have to wean themselves off gas and diesel to get over to the electric side of things, which would happen eventually. Now, I'm going to take a pause for the cause. I'm going to take a quick ad break and I'll be back to discuss more about Tesla's semis and how UPS is changing everything with their electric vehicle fleet. So, before the break, I was talking about Tesla's and uh, UPS's partnership, these electric semis, and uh, UPS's fleet of 108,000 delivery vehicles worldwide. Well, one in every four of those, like I said before, is going to be electric by 2020. So that's roughly 27,000 electric semis that'll be on the road by 2020. And that's just EPS. And they're blazing the trail for all other delivery services to do the same thing, to do the right thing. And each one of these semi trucks, it's not cheap. They're 150,000 to 180,000. That's the 300-mile version and the 500-mile version, and they also have a Founder Series version for $200,000. So these things aren't cheap, and uh, UPS, well, they're buying a bunch of them, so that's pretty cool for Tesla. And if they had placed the order when um, the base price of reservations went up from Tesla, they would have had to pay 2.5 million dollars in deposits. UPS got to test out some of these uh, early versions of the semi, and I've seen video of it. You can't hear the thing. So imagine if every semi on the road was an electric vehicle. Imagine the, the cut down of the sound from these huge, monstrous vehicles. Imagine what that would do to the normal human being. Now, if you're in a big city and a lot of trucks are driving through big cities, in about twenty years, you'll be able to hear birds chirping again. You won't just hear semis, and you won't just hear cars, you won't hear trucks and loud exhausts anymore. They'll be a thing of the past. In fifty years, there will be no more gas cars. Uh, that's the that's the plan. I mean there'll be there will be gas cars. I shouldn't say there won't be, but our dependence on oil and gas is gonna be reduced greatly and therefore our roads are gonna be much quieter and it's gonna be much better for the environment, gonna be much better for just living in general. I mean, think about how loud the city is. The, the city is loud due to cars and people. Cars are louder than people in the city. And if you take away the cars, there's just gonna be people, sounds of people, sounds of nature. So that's gonna change the dynamic of cities drastically when all of this happens. And this is a part, you know, like Tesla and UPS are having a part in this. And I think that's a great thing. And remember when I said Tesla has 500, 300 mile versions? Well, that's with full loads. And the operating cost of that will be only $1.26 per mile. And the test vehicle that they sent out to UPS and other people that have been interested in buying these trucks, it's gone over 3,000 miles without need for repair or need for a checkup or anything like that. It's an electric vehicle. You don't have to worry about fluids. I mean, you can check it out and make sure that it's running okay. but they didn't have to take it off the road and, you know, do anything weird to it. Um, But it's 3000 miles, and that's just to, you know, just for a demo. That's a demo truck that they take around to other places. And UPS has stated that they're going to get 25% of the electricity for these vehicles that it consumes from renewable sources. By 2025, and replace 40% of all the ground fuel with sources other than conventional gas and diesel, which is an increase of 19.6%. But there are some barriers to get into fleet electrification. And stated on UPS's sustainability site, the barriers are the purchase price. They're a little bit too expensive. Uh, They don't have the charging infrastructure at the facilities and they don't have product availability, Uh, charging infrastructure for the public well, in the public realm. So if a car goes, you know, low charge, if a truck goes low charge, they can just pull over and charge it up for a little while. You know, like a Tesla owner does when they want to grab some lunch, they'll pull over, they'll charge up their car and they'll grab some lunch and then they'll jump back in the car. The car is charged up a little bit more. They can go on the route. And for a fleet of 200 to 300 electric trucks, well, it's going to take them a lot more power than what they use right now in one of their facilities. It's going to take them four times as much power needed at the facility that's designed currently for diesel vehicles. And getting this scale of power to the facility requires careful planning with new technologies and you know, collaboration with local utilities and fleet operators, as well as working with manufacturers. So these are things that technology can overcome and engineering can overcome. So I don't see a problem of it in the future. It's just going to take a little while for them to get all these pieces of the puzzle into place. And when they do, well, it's going to be a huge change for the environment, a huge change for humanity as far as You know, noise pollution goes as far as regular pollution goes as well. Overall, it's going to be a positive change. I want to say thank you for spending your time with me today. I really do appreciate it. And this has been the Space News Pod, Down to Earth. My name is Will, and I will see you soon.
0: Hear that?